And the show started. We're live. We're live. Paul will be here soon. He's very excited about his new computer, so he's hacking it while we're recording uh, the episode. But uh, glad to have everybody back. Uh, Hacker man is ready. Yeah, he's ready. Good, state good. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to catch up um, a little bit. Pat, you went to uh, Los Angeles recently? Yes. And you were talking about this bar you went to, um, this rock and roll bar. Yeah, it's um, it's the Rainbow Bar and Grill. I know it sounds a little weird, but um, it's actually like a famous bar. Um, a lot of bands in the 80s and 90s used to hang out there all the time. And um, I'd been there um, first time I was out there in November, but everything was closed down with COVID. So you yeah. were only like allowed outside. And um this time there's actually indoor dining so i got to sit at one of the booths i don't know what band used to sit there or anything like that but it, it was um for me it was something i always wanted to do so i had really sort of geeked out when i was there and i, I couldn't really believe i was actually in there but yeah it, it was cool yeah i'm very familiar with it i've never been inside it but yeah i mean it's definitely a famous place and very popular in la you know about it uh, yeah i definitely do yeah oh well, that's kind of cool because like, um, you know, we listen to kind of different music and stuff like that. So I wouldn't expect you to know about it, but I mean, that's cool to hear. Well, just because I am not well versed in the music doesn't mean that I don't appreciate it or know some culture behind it. It also is mostly because um, at one point I was doing a lot of expense reports for people and uh <laughs> One one of the company owners of the company I was working for would go to the Rainbow Grill a lot, and I would see his receipts. So, oh, yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> that kind of makes sense, I guess. Like, yeah. What is this place? <laughs> yeah, it uh, sounds like a strip club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Pat, what makes that bar cool to you? Like, what makes a bar really cool to you? Um, well, that bar in particular, it's just sort of the history. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Guns and Roses used to hang out there. They have multiple music videos that were shot there. Um, if you ever watched The Dirt, which is the Motley Crue movie mm-hmm. that came out on Netflix a little bit over a year ago, um, that bar gets referenced multiple times. Um, one of my favorite musicians, Lemmy, used to hang out there all the time. Uh, he has like a statue outside that I have a picture of. And um, yeah, it's just, it's kind of weird when you always like imagine going to a place, but you never like really just, you know, do it and then. When it actually happens, it's kind of just like sort of surreal, you know? Yes. Yeah, that uh, I had that experience. And last time I had that was in L.A. 
when I went to the bar, the show Goliath that I talk a lot about with Billy Bob Thornton, um, <clears throat> I just happened to be like in LA and then we walked in the bar and then I realized it was kind of, or maybe I knew about it right before, but, but I was not expecting to go there, but it was the bar that they always go to and Goliath. And that was just one of the, uh, one of the spots, but the same sort of thing, like you have an image in your mind and then you kind of go there and it's, you know, yeah, different you or know, similar. it's weird when you go to like a place like that, like you always imagine it's going to be a lot bigger and then it's not really big. Yes, exactly. Just, exactly. It's always kind of weird. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I did a lot of stuff out there. I went to a drive-in movie, which I haven't done since I was like six or seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking about the last drive-in movie I went to was actually uh, Wild Wild West. Do you remember oh that yes, movie with Will Smith. Yes, yes. it's a great. That was uh, the last time great I did song that. and movie. Um, yeah, I actually saw Back to the Future at the Santa Monica Airport, which was interesting. And cool. then um, I went to Anaheim to go to um like the disney stuff like the park wasn't open itself but um there was like shops and restaurants and stuff like that i got my future nephew some swag and um yeah it was a good time it it just it always flies by every time i'm out there that was third time i've been out there in the last you know four or five months yeah when you're talking about like cool bars other than history because obviously that you can't really affect on like a newer place, but what is something like, what makes a bar something you like um, in general? Like what, what are the like key components of a bar? You're like, Oh yeah, I really like that bar. Um, well, like we're a little older now, so I really don't like loud bars. I don't yes. like, you know, like club kind of feelings. It's just, you know, I'm not, I'm not there to <laughs> be drunk and be on a dance floor with some random chick. I'm yeah. there to like, usually like, you know, just talk to my friends or, you know, family or whatever. So definitely not someplace that's really loud. Um, I think the music is a good component. And I also mm-hmm. think that like the, um, the sports stuff that they have, like the memorabilia on the wall, like I always love when they have like those little league pictures, like, you know, they sponsored some team or something like that. Well, it just kind of makes it yeah. feel like more of like a hometown experience yes. okay. than like you're you're just at some downtown bar that you know makes billions and billions of dollars just because like of where it's located. You know. Yes. Yeah. So you like kind of the hometown bar situation. Yeah. So um, when I used to go to bars a lot, when I lived um, more on the south side, I always go to Western Avenue, like Beverly. Um, I remember one of the bars, it was called Rhino, sponsored our soft, our 16-inch softball team. Mm-hmm. And so we used to go there after all the games on Thursday. And, uh, yeah, it was really cool. It had, like, uh, <laughs> that basketball game I referenced the last time I was on the show. And then, yes. um, you know, like the free popcorn and stuff like that. And gotcha. it just, you know, it wasn't super crowded. It was just something you felt like you can actually hang out with your friends at, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steed, what about you? What do you like in a bar? I like um, a dance floor. Okay. Not a good dance floor, one where I have room to move around. Okay, lots of, lots of room. Yeah. When I, hey, Jared, when I think of dance floors, do you remember Victor's in Milwaukee? Did you ever go there? I never went to Victor's, no. Oh, God. Yeah. That was like the underage bar yes. that everybody would <laughs> go to all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm aware. It just takes me back to there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I uh, I was, you know, tr- trying to be an RA. So basically, if I got caught in an underage bar, 
I would have not been able to be one. They would have taken, you know, I would not have been able to be an RA. So I had to avoid yeah, places it, like that. That place got raided a couple of times. Oh, I yeah. got very lucky oh, yeah. where I was either like in the bathroom or I was able to sneak out or yeah. whatever. But yeah, I never got in trouble for that kind of thing. Yeah. Couldn't really risk it for me. But uh, so, Steve, you just only big dance floor. That's all you care about. Um, I need the big dance floor. I need some type of fruity drink that will get girls drunk. And then um, that is actually just a perfect combination for me. I can go in, display my prowess on the dance floor, work my hips. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this 10 pound ass is dropping to the flow. It's <laughs> it's just great. It's a great time for me. Okay. Hey, what are um what are your thoughts on fish bowls? You ever have those? I do not support fish bowls because there's no aeration and filtration, uh, and they're also super tiny. <laughs> what about drink wise? I think he's what he meant. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow! Why Sorry. would I give a fuck about an actual fish bowl? Oh, I'm a fish owner. Fish. I have fish children. We, 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 fish. fish I was, I'm have... looking at my fish tank right now. Yeah, what can you put in there? Goldfish. <laughs> Uh, people put like goldfish and beta fish in them, uh, mainly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about the drink? Um, fish bowls <laughs> though. The drink fish bowls. I like them. They're fun. They're blue. Okay. And people don't finish them. So, you know, they're like, Hey, I got this fish bowl. You want some? And then you can chug like half a fish bowl yeah. right there. Yeah. The only time I've actually had a fish bowl was at a, uh, like two years ago at a bachelor party in Scottsdale at a pool. And people were like, our group of guys were passing around in the pool. And by the end, like half of the fishbowl was like just pool water. It was disgusting. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty gross. Well, like, and you're sharing it with a bunch of dudes. Yeah, of... you got to share with the dudes. It's just, yeah, just guys. <laughs> <laughs> just dudes being dudes, bro. Just dudes being dudes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking about this. That's like, probably the broriest screw up guys, yeah, too. Yeah, I know. No kidding. Um. That was this scenario where I lost my shoe, like in the place, and the guy wouldn't let me back. I walked out with one shoe on because I thought somebody else had taken it, and then I, try, this is a story from oh, a couple yeah. years ago, and then I try to get back in, and the guy's like, "You can't go back in here. You're drunk," and I'm like, "I'm not drunk." He's like, "Why do you only have one shoe on?" Then <laughs> I said, "Well, you're like I fair point. <laughs> yeah, I said fair point, but also I left it in there. That's why I only have one shoe on. <laughs> but." Uh, Anyway, uh, I like I like places that um, kind of unique places, like kind of moderny themed, uh, which is kind of like I mean I still like all bars, but I'm just saying if I were to pick ones like Journeyman Hotel Bar in Milwaukee is one of my favorite ones, and it's like it's on a rooftop. They've got like shuffleboard and a couple other games you can play there, but like the push shuffleboard that the old people play, not the bar shuffleboard. Um, oh yeah, yeah, and then uh, but it's just like kind of classy, you know, like. I would feel, uh, I wouldn't feel overdressed if I was wearing like, you know, a collared shirt in there. Bird up. I got the vaccine a couple of days ago. And, you did? And I'm not, I'm not here to like talk about, oh, look at me, I got the vaccine type of thing. This is just more, oh, really? I wanted to talk you're, you're about, because tr- you'll notice I didn't post any pictures or anything like that. I don't really you, you, yeah, but you are bringing it up. Well, I'm, I'm bringing it up. Episode. I'm bringing it up for the, the rat, for, where I got it done. Had I just got done at a Walgreens or something like that, I would not have been bringing this up, but I got it done at the, uh, United center and 
this thing big popped up to do like this mass vaccination at the United Center. And basically it was just free. So I was like, whatever, I'll do it. And I went there. You have like a specific time you go up and then you show up and then you're in like a line with these white tents and it's very regimented. And these people are, you know, obviously like taking your temperature as you're in line. And then what's a little crazy is you get past your initial tents and then it's just all, you feel like you're in like a zombie movie when it's kind of like uh, military control over everything. Uh, Steed, I don't know if you ever had to give out COVID vaccines when you were in the army, but had you still been in the army now, had you not been dishonorably discharged, um, you would have been. Sorry, what? <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> no, had you had you still been in the army now, you would have been um, vaccinating people. These are all army. Uh, yeah, I know some friends that are. Um, yeah, they got pulled down to like the Georgia Dome to do it yes <laughs> and, like, and yeah, we just gotta go vaccinate people i'm like that sucks really? it was it was so it literally felt like a zombie movie though because your city it's like these white tents everybody you're is in like these single file lines it's very regimented it's everybody is in army fatigues i'm, I'm gonna let you know right now yeah. um you're just describing a normal day in the army <laughs> you you civilian i know I know, but I'm not used to civilians lining up and having to go into these tents and getting injected. Uh, we would do that when I was in the army, but instead of injecting people, we would just chop their heads off. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Donald Trump's army. Donald Trump made us do it. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got out, Steve. So um, <laughs> you got out in time. So yeah, anyway. I hurt my shoulder lopping <laughs> off a couple heads. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but it was just a very weird experience to just go through this thing. It just felt like sur very surreal uh, to sit there. And then. So I'm yeah. sorry to cut you off, but how did you feel after you got it? Um, I just my left arm was a little sore. Uh, so then I had to drop down my uh, incline press from 95 to 90 pounds uh, for dumbbells. Oh, damn, bro. For dumbbells. Yeah. Hey, oh. when that happened, like, that's it? Yeah, so had to take it down uh, 10 pounds total, but that's it. No, it was just a little sore. It didn't um, do much. I played basketball the next day. It wasn't a big issue. So, <clears throat> and I'm pretty decent at finishing with my left, so we'll see. Yeah, that's not yeah. what I heard, actually, yeah. but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I um, did some work at a gym today, Yeah, and I wanted to see if I could still put up numbers, you know? Yeah. So, I... uh picked up a 50 pound dumbbell usually i'm a 30 for 30 guy you know that everybody yeah. knows that yeah picked up the 50 no problem did it for one put it down i said i still got it baby <laughs> that's all you needed to say you just needed to test it yeah dude if i can lift 50 pounds once i can lift a car off of a burning child or that's something true. like I'm, when you say lift 50 pounds once what exercise were you doing I did a d one dumbbell curl with a 50 pound dumbbell, oh, dumbbell curl. right arm okay. only. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, that's probably more than both of these can do combined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, and I, I could have done more too, but I was like, I don't need to show off <clears> like Jared does with his COVID vaccine. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if yeah. I did one on each arm, that would have been a hundred pounds. Yeah. <laughs> just so you guys know that's that's, a, that's dude, insane that's, that's, that's insane. numbers yeah that is big numbers 
<clears throat> I wanted to get ready for Jetty Boy season. That's true. You got yeah. You had to put up numbers for Jetties. So yeah, one rep, one rep. So uh, <laughs> I did want to get to some emails here. <clears throat> We've got a lot, and so the first one here is from uh, Chubstep Nava, um, and he said, "Would you rather uh, be the fastest man in the world, but every tenth step you take, you land on a dog's paw, or be a sex symbol that every lady <laughs> wants?" But when you you see your father's face. Well, knowing what the actual email said, <laughs> uh, I'm going to be the fastest man in the world. Knowing that this will probably make me a sex symbol and I won't have to see my father's face every time I lay with a woman. Yes. <clears throat> so I'll be so free. But am I just the fastest man in the world or do I have like super fast powers? Because if I'm the fastest man in the world, that's not that fast in terms of speed. Like, I could get in my car and just drive faster. No, you basically have the life of, like, Usain Bolt after this. He doesn't have that good of a life. I mean, now LeBron James's life, I might take that. It's going to be Usain Bolt, which I think he is doing. All right. He, he was in the celebrity basketball tournament a few years ago. At the All-Star oh, game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm also gonna take the fastest man in the world because the dog's paw. <clears throat> we're assuming it's a nice dog, but as I always like to say, not all animals are nice. So I'm assuming I'm stepping on like some mean attack dog's paw. That's maybe you know just very mean dog, and it had it coming. Maybe a rabid dog uh, that chases people. Um, you know the neighborhood bully dog, and that's the dog I'm stepping on every tenth step. So that's my assumption. Oh. Or maybe dogs that hurt other dogs. Yeah, dogs that hurt other dogs also. Pat, do you have a thought on this? I hate the fact that I'm having to think about this. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to side with either way. <laughs> Sorry, Nav. Um, I think if <laughs> some of these questions, I, I appreciate them and thank you for listening to the show, but I think some of these questions um, <laughs> are a little odd. I don't really feel comfortable answering them. You want me to be totally honest with you? Um Pat, blink once so, if it's the first one. Blink twice if it's the second one. I'm not on video right now. So and there you have it. And there you have it, people. <laughs> I'm assuming oh, you blink two times. <laughs> people can make their own assumptions in their head about this. Uh, oh, here's one from... We got a, a couple other ones here. I'm going to split them up a little bit. This one's from my sister, Elle. And so... Hi, happy birthday happy Elle. again. Yes, so she's been talked about a lot recently <laughs> on this episode. Um, she said this, that her friend's boyfriend's grandma um, sent this email. and But does the grandma have a point? So the foreword is Walmart versus the morons. Not a joke, it says. So I'm going to read you this email. You can tell me what you think it means. I've, I'm reading this for the first time as we're, as we're going through this. But this is a, an old lady sending this email out to a bunch of people. People can make all the jokes they want about Walmart, but they're obviously doing something right. Walmart versus the morons. America spends $36 million at Walmart every hour of every day. This works out to $20,928 a profit every minute. Walmart will sell more from January 1st to St. Patrick's Day than Target sells all year. Walmart is bigger than Home Depot, Kroger, Target, Sears, and Costco, and Kmart combined. Walmart employs 1.6 million people and is the world's largest private employer and most speak English. 
not sure how that's relevant. <laughs> Walmart is the largest company in the history of the world. Uh, Walmart now sells more food than Kroger and Safeway combined. And keep in mind, they did this in only 15 years. During the same period, 31 big Ooh. supermarket chains sought bankruptcy. Walmart now sells more food than any other store in the world. Walmart has approximately 3,900 stores in the U.S., of which 1,900 are super centers. This is 1,000 more than it had five years ago. This year, 7.2 billion <coughs> different purchasing experiences will occur, will occur at Walmart stores. Earth's population is 6.5 billion, so it's more purchasing things than people. 90% uh, of all Americans live within 15 miles of a Walmart. You may think that I am complaining, but I am really laying, laying the groundwork for suggesting that maybe we should hire the guys who run Walmart to fix the economy. Oh, I, <laughs> I took a turn. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know where this was going to go. Uh, this should be read and understood by all Americans, Democrats, Republicans, everyone. To President Biden and all 535 voting members of the legislature. <laughs> um, it is now official that the majority of you are corrupt morons. <laughs> the U.S. Postal Service was established in 1775. You have had 246 years to get it right, and it is broke. Social Security was established in 1935, and you had had 86 years to get it right, and it is broke. So I'm going to say one thing about the USPS. Um, it, it's one of those things where I have very mixed things. Mail I mean, has changed, okay? Yeah. Well, I'm going to say that is it a... It is a terrible system, yes, but also I couldn't get anybody else to send my letter for 50 cents. Um, I've had so many times where just the mail people just like, I, I've had things at work where I had to call because they just didn't deliver mail for two weeks straight. And it happened multiple times. And like, oh yeah, yeah sorry, but, we just forgot. And it was just sitting at their place. They got stuff going on. <laughs> I know, they got stuff going on. But again, I, I get, you know, it's, other it's, better, it's better than a lot of other countries. And it's, but anyway. Um, Social Security was established in 1935. You have had 86 years to get it right, and it is broke. Something I remember this, learning. Who's, what is going on with this email? I've like zoned out. What is happening? Well, it's it's giving bad, um, <clears throat> giving bad yeah, this like government things. No, I'm just reading. I'm just giving my own little insights. <laughs> this is a book thing. Jared's writing. So one thing I remember hearing about in social social studies in middle school or high school was that uh, when social security was established, um, it was basically designed to be like a thing for really old people, but not really necessarily for, for people that retire. Like the, the time that it was established, I not, I have not fact checked this since I heard about this in high school. So it might not You're be probably true, right. You're probably but right. um, it was basically established that most of the people would not end up getting social security because they would be dead by the time that you would end up getting it because the um, life expectancy was much lower. Um, so now that people are living a lot longer, it has a lot more problems. Okay. Fannie Mae, this is the next line. Fannie Mae was established in 1938. You had 71 years to get it right and it's broke. No, no opinion on that. Uh, war on poverty started in 1964. You have had 57 years to get it right. One trillion of our money is confiscated each year and transferred to the poor in quotation marks, and they only want more. <laughs> Medicare and Medicaid were established in 1965, and you have had 56 years to get it right, and they are broke. Freddie Mac was established in 1970. You've had 51 years to get it right, and it's broke. The Department of Energy was created in 1977 to lessen our dependence on foreign oil. It has ballooned to 1,600 employees with a budget of $24 billion a year, and we import more oil than ever before. 
you've had 44 years to get it right, and it's abysmal failure. I don't know if she wrote. That's almost done. You have failed in every government service you have shoved down our throats while overspending our tax dollars. And this is all caps now. And you want Americans to believe you can be trusted with a government-run healthcare system? <laughs> this is Now it's evolving to a healthcare system. Interesting. Come on. Okay. Folks, <clears throat> keep this circulating. is very well slated. Maybe it will end up in the emails of some of our duly elected. They never read anything. And their staff will clue them in on Americans' feel. And I know what's wrong. We have lost our minds to political correctness. And then 20 exclamation points. Someone please tell me what the hell's wrong with all the people that run this country. We're broke and can't help our seniors, veterans, orphans, homeless, etc. Much of question marks. In the last months, we have provided aid to Haiti, Chile, Turkey, and now Pakistan. Previous home of bin Laden, literally billions of dollars. Our retired seniors living on a fixed income receive no aid, nor do they get any breaks. There's no breaks for seniors. Um, senior discount. What? Senior discount. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Uh, next line. America is a country where we have homeless without shelter, children going to bed hungry, elderly without needed meds, and mentally ill without treatment, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Imagine if the government gave us the same support they gave to other countries. Sad, isn't it? Ninety-nine percent of people won't have the guts to forward this. I'm the one percent. I just did. <laughs> Boom, baby. Oh my god. Oh wow. my god. <laughs> so then. So then. So then my sister's friend's boyfriend forwarded this to L and he said, don't sleep on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's true. Yeah. Amazing. This is the same sort of thing. This is the older old person version of like the Facebook stuff or Instagram stuff that po- post that pops up that everybody's like, you've got to repost this. It's, yeah. This is the original reposting is like for email forwarding. You just got to keep forwarding the email. Yeah. <laughs> you got to. <laughs> I mean, there used to be okay ones, but like. Yeah. Fuck them. They're... What the hell was that? Like, that was so bad. Um, It was clearly. It's funny when, you know, when you're reading this, it was clearly focused on elderly people. Well, it's elderly... funny. Yeah, yeah, but like people are actually seriously well, passing that around. Serious, like yeah. they probably saw it so bad to like even know. I, I feel like it's... that's something like my annoying aunt would share on facebook exactly exactly yeah it's not an exact translation my aunt has posted just pictures of like donald trump and he's like bet you won't share this and i'm like why would i share that (laughs) or like why would i share it any like whoever it was just a random picture of a person (laughs) here's a picture of my uncle bet you won't share this yeah i'm like okay you're right yeah <laughs> there's like point. i also hate with the like and share when people show a picture of like their grandpa or a dog and it's a grandpa like he was in vietnam i bet he won't get one like and share that man does not know what a like and share is <laughs> you want the like and share for yourself i hate him yes yes it's <laughs> they're acting like it's for somebody else but it's definitely for them um, yeah, yeah. there is no way and a dog like a dog does not know that he's getting a like and share yeah he doesn't he doesn't sorry no he just wants you to pet him or give him greenies like my dog does so uh yeah. what i will say about the walmart thing is she onto something um no i mean it's not just a translation a perfect translation from <laughs> all right could there be better people that run the government sure 
could uh is it exact translation from just transferring all the people that, that work at walmart over to the government no it's definitely not like that okay um i want to go to the next email we got an email from tone stops oh tone yeah. our favorite pogo champ yeah so what actually happened is that my dad uh sent me a link to this gas powered um gas powered pogo stick called the hop rod which existed for like one year in like the 60s or something. So then I sent that to Tone Stobbs. And he said, as far as the hop rod goes, that's a real collector's item. I've never personally used one, but my buddy Fred has one in his pogo collection. I've been told it's quite weird to use because it does the bouncing for you, but I don't have much more info on it. I do know that they can be worth a decent amount depending on the condition. Hope this helps. So that's Tone Stobbs official expertise on the hop rod gas powered there is a gas powered uh pogo stick out there that sounds so much more dangerous than a normal <laughs> pogo sounds, stick it sounds terrifying as dangerous as the normal pogo stick which we learned yes in graphic detail when tone was on yeah uh yeah a gas powered one seems much more dangerous i would agree the only thing i'd say is that maybe it would be good for um like you know, maybe it's much better for like transportation. Like you can get around a lot easier because you don't have to do all the jumping. That's true. That's better. Uh, yeah, mobile. So uh, we got one more email yeah. here, and then we'll save. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll get one more email, and then we'll save the rest for I next mean, week. It's twenty twenty one. You think they would get like a electric one instead of gas? So that's a good point. Yeah. Unless it just doesn't work at all, which is why they made it only for one year. <laughs> Like maybe it's just the concept is just bad. Um, okay. This says, save this email for last. It's from Chubstep Nava. He says, uh, and this is for each of us to have our own. Pat, do your best impression of Paul and Jared. Jared, do your best impression of Paul and Pat. Paul, do your best impression of Jared and Pat. You want me to go first? It does say you first. Yeah, you can start. <laughs> okay. Whatever Nava says. Um, Paul. <laughs> Hey, bro. Sorry, I'm late. I just, uh, you know, <laughs> I was I was working really hard at, you know, trying to sound like I was working really hard, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna crack open a Coors Light right now. <laughs> so there's Paul. That's good. Jared, pretty pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> um, guys, are you joining the call? What is going on? <laughs> I said 7.30, not 7.32. Where are you? Yeah. Sorry, I just got done making some fancy waffles for my fiance and her friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's pretty good, Jerry. That's yeah, pretty good. That's all I got. That's pretty good. All right, now my impression oh, of God. Paul and Pat. <clears throat> uh, Paul, okay. I got the ab roller. Uh, Pat, you know the ab roller? If you want to get, okay. get rock-hard abs like I've had basically my whole life, I'm known for my abs, you got to get the ab roller, Pat. That's my Paul. That's again, I think you had that conversation with Pat. Yeah, I had um, that conversation with a lot of people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then Pat would be like, uh, I don't know. I don't really have an opinion about that. Nope. <laughs> Solid. Uh, that's dumb, Nava. <laughs> Not doing it. That's my that's my bad impression for Nava of me not wanting to really do the good. impression. 
That was really good. All right, Paul, what's your impression of us? All right. Uh, here's my pat. Every episode, it's you got to talk about a penis. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that was fat. That's good. That's good. Uh, now I'm going to move to Jared. <clears throat> Anyways, I went on a trip this weekend. I was in a different state. <laughs> and uh, here's 30 minute story about me parking my car <laughs> good good that's a spot on, spot on these are mean impressions those are pretty spot, spot on impressions yeah these are, these are not super nice ones we'll save the rest this of these for next week. it did turn into a roast pretty fast i know okay so we'll do this quick billy about thorn movie review which i teased last week Hello, I'm Billy Bob Thornton, and do me a favor, once we start, let me get three sentences out before you ask me another inane goddamn question. Well, they don't make sense, because uh, what's like this, you can say three but not four. Well, it's funny, uh, I mean, you know, it's funny because we have rules in network television. I can barely keep my ass in the seat. I want to run up on the stage and like mess the guy's hair up and turn the furniture over and you know, stuff like that. I'm obviously not an albino. So, uh, yeah, I have a I have a phobia about antiques, certain kinds, anything before night, uh, anything before 1950 or so. Okay, shut the f- up. I'll do it. Yeah, that's what we did. We we took a the guy who was six five, and shrunk him down for the f- movie. Wow. Yeah. Only in Hollywood. Anyway, no, I'm not an albino. God oh. damn it. I mean, seriously, what he's a dwarf. Of course, he's that f- short. That's. What kind of question is that? Am I on f- acid? 2015. Our brand is. Crisis. So, Crisis, uh, this is starring Sandra Bullock, who Paul does not like. Pat, what are your thoughts on Sandra Bullock? Hot. Okay, you're going to love her. What? In this. Wow. That, oh, man. It's, it, is a, it is a take. That's wild. It is, wild. it is a bold take. This is, I, Pat, this is seriously the best I've ever seen Sandra Bullock look is in this movie. 2015, uh, My our brand is Crisis. Billy Bob Thornton plays Pat Candy. That's Wait, his I'm name. I'm sorry. Right. Have you seen the movie Speed before? I have seen Speed, and oh, speed. I stand by I stand by this statement. Billy Bob Thornton plays Pat Candy. Anthony Mackie is in this. Uh, Joaquim de Almeida. Um, those are the main guys, um, people you would all recognize in this. Anyway, the concept of this is that Sandra Bullock is somebody that works with um, elections. She's basically like the she she helps people get elected is what she does. So she's a political consultant, if you will, and she usually worked in America. But then anyway, they find out that a former president is rerunning for election like a couple years after he had been. He basically was president. He went to the private world, ran a couple of businesses and now wants to go back to being president. Maybe he was Walmart's CEO and now he wants to go back to running Bolivia. So he's going back. He's down in points in the polls. And they need somebody, so they try something different. They bring in this girl, Sandra Bullock, who's kind of this like lonesome person that um, she kind of lives by herself. She doesn't really like, not very socially norm ready. She goes to try to help out this Bolivian guy running for president. On the other side of that, the main guy that's in the lead for running for president of Bolivia is Billy Bob Thornton. Same sort of thing where he usually helped people in America, but now and they have a they have a past, of course. So now. Um, they're both trying to get this guy elected. 
so it's a little bit interesting to just kind of see, I mean, I don't know how accurate any of it is, but just to kind of see like what kind of stuff they spin, um, you know, like basically how do you get a certain image out of what you want your person to look like? So they go into the, do you want to start negging the other people? Do you want to just go on the positives on your side? Um, and they basically at one point decide they have to go negative. They, you know, they basically do a lot of that sort of thing. And I would say this movie is, um, very middle tier to me, like, okay. But it's not like nothing's like stood out to me. as like, Oh, this is amazing. And it, I, I feel like I just could have learned more about kind of Bolivian politics and stuff like that. And it didn't really focus. They really feel like they could have done this at any country, um, like any other country other than America. And it would have been kind of the same story. They didn't really make it too specific. And I would have liked to learn a little bit more about Bolivia. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? It kind of made me think about when they started going the negative and stuff like that, when they're just attacking the other person, I started realizing that <clears throat> what I, when I start tuning people out um, with their certain beliefs and things like that is when it's, it's all just attacking the other side and it's not like defending their own side. I hear all I ever hear now is like, here's why the other side is so bad. It's not like, here's yeah. why my side is good. That was all last election. I'm like, yes. I don't even know. Like, I remember when I was like a youngin, I would be like, all right, uh, George Bush is like for this stance and Al Gore's on yes. this stance. I'm yes. like, I know what their ideas are. And Trump and Biden, it was just like, this guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> not as big as a piece of shit as this guy, yeah, exactly. though. And then, exactly. like, that was it. I'm exactly. Like, what do you, like, what's your, what's your plan for the economy? They're like, yeah. My plan is to be better than this guy. Exactly. <laughs> like, that does not exactly. count. Like, what the hell? I know. And that's all I feel like I see anymore. It's just like, why is the other side bad? Not why our side's good. And I think that's why I tune so much stuff out now. Because yeah. that's just not how I, it doesn't really help me. <laughs> like The lesser, I don't like deciding between the lesser of two evils. I'd rather know what I'm, what I'm looking at type of thing. So this went in into a, a little point. bit of that. Uh, yeah. Went in a little bit of that. Um, but overall, yeah, just an okay movie middle tier. Um, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. We're coming up on Chubstep 300, which is pretty crazy. Um, we're only whoop, whoop. one episode away. That'll be next week. We'll be episode 300, Chub 300. Yeah, email the shows. Uh, we'd love to have a lot of emails and stuff for that episode. And then rate the show on iTunes or I guess just the Apple podcast now. It's not even iTunes, really. But uh, yeah, new episodes every whatever. Thursday. And the show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.